Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's way. right ladies and gentlemen it is commissioner cooper and it's time for tss fantasy yeah i was getting into the intro so much i forgot to put us in believe it or not hey listen i know i gotta it's that last final show before we get into football it's our final checklist show it's draft week draft weekend getting into drafts this week i know a lot of you guys got drafts going on so we are here to help you we're going to talk about some draft day strategies guys we like just go through some final checklist as you will to get things started so let's start with the introductions welcome to the studio justin jesus herrera hey it is right around the corner the best time of the year football season is upon us everybody and when you are asking yourself who do i draft this weekend at the barbecue when you're drinking beers you know what you do you go on tss.com you check out the rankings you look at the good stuff that the commish that mr flanders that me the fantasy jesus put on there and you start to go All right, this is my cheat sheet. Let's go. Let's go win this league because that's what we're here to do. We're here to help you win some leagues. That's why we're doing the cheat sheet episode tonight. We're here to give you some good information on how to take that fantasy draft and pocket however much money is in the pot. But anyways, guys, I'm going to let Nick finish it up and uh, let's get this thing going. And before we kick it in, Nick, just a kind of uh, i guess piggyback on what you're saying if you want to get a cheat sheet we're now set up that way on tss fantasy so when you go into your rankings you actually can't print our rankings out now we are official all right let's welcome to the studio nick shout, you- shout out to fantasy pros thank you so much yes thank you all right i, I thought <laughs> i put that my bad i got it got distracted my bad thank you fantasy pros we do appreciate you also, welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flander and Macaronis. Yes, TSSFantasy.com and Fantasy Pros. 
working together, making your fantasy life that much easier. So anyway, as you're watching us tonight, please just take those two seconds and just hit the subscribe button right on. And there's, and of course there's, there's Freddie on this, on the, on the right end who can't have, take the time to be on the screen. Typical Freddie, six vacations a year. I don't get it, but hey, apparently he's allowed to do it and I'm not. So here we go. Uh, yes, fantasy pros and tssfantasy.com working together, like I said, to bring your fancy lives that much better. Um, and, uh, kind of distracted by the tennis match, but you know what? I am going to be locked in and ready to go to give you all of my expert fantasy analysis to help you win your league this year. And don't go to forget to check out our merchandise. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have any big booties in front of me, so I'm not distracted by tennis at all. We're gonna, I will let you know, hit the subscribe button. If you're watching us on YouTube, we are giving away a CJ2K signed football. Get signed up. It's literally all you gotta do is click subscribe. It's no big deal, bro. It's like literally that easy. Um, as we've always talked about, it is fantasy season. Get on to underdog fantasy. We still have – I put up a contest. There's like two people in it. Let's go get in it. You, I know a bunch of people signed up because I might have signed you up a bit. Get on the contest. It's only $5. It's best ball. And guess what? We're just going to do a draft, and you'll, you'll wake up Christmas morning, and you have all this money you forgot all about. So get on underdog fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit. We also now have our eliminator pool and our um, normal pick pool up as well. We're going to have some fun prizes for that also. So you want to get signed up. It's just a fun way to enjoy it. Speaking of draft season, I am currently, as the intro hit, I was literally up on a pick. I'm on the Mikey Bet show earlier. We're still drafting. I'm doing it now. That's how you know it's fantasy season. Gotta love it, fellas. All right, we got a busy show, as I said, tonight. Um, and I forgot to even say it, so let me do it. Guys, why do we why do we give all away this crazy stuff to everyone? Because we can. And you know, if Fred was here, he would say it's because we're the fantasy show of the people. And because he's not here, we got to do his job. The fantasy show, the people indeed. And I just selected Robert Woods later in the right. Got to love these drafts. It's just that kind of season. The doc is here again. It's fantasy time. You got draft questions and week one question starts, quite frankly. So here comes the doc giving us some answers. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in, and it is football time. We got a lots of good stuff to talk about and injuries, unfortunately, that plague us. Dr. Miller, welcome into the studio. Hey, it's great to be here. Let's get right to it. So Najee Harris, dealing with the long-standing implication of a Liz Frank injury. So we talked a lot about Liz Frank injuries last year with Travis Etienne, who lost his whole season to one, right? His was severe requiring surgeries. The story with Harris is that it may have occurred after getting his, his foot stepped on the first day of training camp, but it may not have happened after that. Depends on who you ask. Harris denies he got his foot stepped on, but he missed about four weeks of camp. This is likely a grade one Liz Frank's 
uh, Liz Frank sprain, excuse me. The challenge here is that the Liz Frank region of the foot is the peak of the arch. When you lose good stability there, it's very hard to run, cut, jump, land, anything. So I want to share a personal story with him. In our TSS Listener League draft last week, I passed on Najee Harris with the number eight pick because I have cold feet about him. Instead, I picked Joe Harris. I suspect, uh, excuse me, Joe Mixon. I suspect if Mixon has a bad season and Najee Harris has a big season, uh, I, I may end up getting a little bit heat from the commissioner. So I'm personally concerned this isn't behind him. But the majority of the medical opinion on Najee Harris is that given the grade one severity, he should be 100% by game one. So personally, I'm worried. Medical opinion from the greater community is that he's good. Michael Gallup. So he's coming off his left ACL injury last season and surgery in February. He was a preseason 90% to start on the bench. Said it may be October before we see him play. The most recent update is that Gallup will not start the regular season on the pup list, but he's also officially out for week one. So we're looking at mid to late September at best. However, even when he returns, remember the medical evidence said he's going to have fewer games per season, fewer targets per game, fewer receptions per game, and two fewer fantasy points per game than had he not torn his ACL. So proceed with caution on Michael Gallup, even if he plays before October. Jalen Waddle, the commissioner is probably excited about this. So he missed a couple of preseason games, but the reports that he's returned to practice Coach McDaniels expressed optimism that Waddle will be ready for week one, and he is, quote, very, very, very confident about Waddle's potential to go week one. This has to be exciting for the commissioner to have both Waddle and Tyreek Hill ready to go. America's team. J.K. Dobbins. Let's move on to the Ravens. We've talked about J.K. Dobbins, I think, every week in the preseason. So he's coming off his 2021 preseason ACL tear and LCL sprain. Hasn't played a game since his 2020 rookie season. Dobbins did not participate in OTAs, but he's been reactivated off the pup list. Status for week one is still unknown, but if he plays, his load is going to be managed, especially with the addition of Kenyon Drake. Personally, I don't see Dobbins starting week one. Uh, I think they're going to be wise to hold back on him a little bit longer. A running back just a few months out from that surgery, again, a February surgery, I'm going to be cautious. Let's move to the Cardinals. we got a couple of Cardinal players. Rondell Moore has an unspecified injury that just popped up for us. He's listed as day-to-day. If you drafted him, you were probably thinking, this is great. It's his time to shine with Hopkins' suspension, but it may be another week before you get a return on Moore. And lastly, let's move on to Zach Ertz, still playing for the Cardinals. He's been listed for a while as questionable due to a calf injury sustained in early August. According to the coach, he'll be close for week number one. If you're an arts owner, start looking at options in the increasingly likely event he is not ready to go week number one. The rookie, Trey McBride, is waiting for you. The best tight end rookie available they selected could be the guy to fill in for Zach Ertz. Might be that little sneaky guy this year. Dr. Miller, we appreciate you. We're going to get back to real football next week. Can't wait to have you in. We'll talk to you then. Looking forward to it. So some some guys, Doc brought up some questions for week one. Nick is still watching. He's watching the tennis up close and personal now. As no, you my, light, my light fell over, so I was trying to fix it. Hold on, your mic set. Hold, Hold on, on, your mic. I was trying to. Oh, I'm sorry. 
my light fell over and I was trying to fix it. Got you. We appreciate that. All right, let's go on. We're talking about draft day, right? So listen, we wait for this all year, guys. What I want to know from you, you know, guys are getting ready for their drafts and, you know, maybe you've already drafted, but give me like, I'm going to give some, some things you do, things you don't do in a draft. So like example, like I always tell people when I give people advice, don't buy into the runs. Like it's okay. You might have some type of, um, you know, uh, I guess a, uh, uh, plan going in. Oh, I'm going to go zero RB. In fact, on my draft, I mentioned that I was thinking zero RB. And then all of a sudden, all these RB started coming to me. I'm like, well, I'm abandoning that idea. So don't abandon your your game plan. Even if you start to see quarterbacks starting to go, don't feel like, oh, I got to I gotta grab that second tier QB uh, because they're all going to be gone. No, actually, it's good that they did the run. Now it's over with. So just go ahead and pick what's best for your, your team. And then later on, there's going to be someone else that you can grab. And, you know, you never know might be the best fit for your squad. Justin, you got to like a no, something you don't do during a draft or something you like to do during a draft? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you something I like to do before I give you something I don't do. Um, I like to load up my queue. I always like to, you know, depending on what position in the draft you are, you will have time to go through the first 50 to the first 100 players and load up the guys that you want to get on the team. Like, don't don't go with just, oh, ADP says, you know, Najee Harris is above Joe Mixon, so obviously got to go with the – if you're on Joe Mixon, go with Joe Mixon. Just load it all up, and then you go to the queue setting when it's your pick, and then you have your pick of the litter of the guys that you want first off. And then I like what you said about the don't go on the runs thing. Zig when you when everybody else is zagging, you know, if you're if it's six picks down and Justin Jefferson, maybe the best wide receiver in the drafts are looking straight at you, take Justin Jefferson because you're getting the best wide receiver over getting the sixth or seventh best running back, which is always money. There's always going to be running backs at the end. And my last thing is don't be afraid of the dead zone. The dead zone is not really the worst spot. It's just a spot where, like, the guys that everybody's thinking is, like, money, like, they're going to be, like, definitely going to be top 15. Is Don't be afraid of those guys. A lot of those guys might end up panning out into something else. Remember, we got Elijah Mitchell last year. We got Damian Harris last year. All these guys that were in the supposed dead zone of running backs last year, and they ended up being pretty good. Yeah, love it. Love all the advice. Looking good. Nick, something you don't like or you do like for draft day? I'm going to follow Justin's suit. Uh, one thing I do like to do, especially if you are playing in a league where you have divisions, it's always good to write down your divisions picks. That way you can try and better uh, pick out your opponent, uh, your division mates, because if you that does, doesn't matter if you pick well, if you don't get out of your your division, chances are you're not going to go to the playoffs. So if you outpick your division, odds are you are going to make it into the playoffs. Uh, another thing that I don't like, and one thing that I don't like to do, and I, and I was victim of it when I was first playing fantasy football, don't be a homer. Don't pick homer picks. Oh, well, oh, well, this guy is on my team, and I think he's going to be great. And so you can't do that. Because then you're going to have a bias. You're going to fall in love with the guy, and then you're going to play. Then you're going to play him no matter what, even though it's not a good matchup. So, 
if my advice and I even gone this way and uh, it's worked for me, uh, I've won the title three times in my in our league. Uh, don't pick your guys. Don't pick your favorite play play uh, team uh, players on your favorite team. That way, you can just enjoy watching your team, and you don't have to be wor- worried about. Come on, you're killing me points and this and that. And another hard thing too is play with your head, not your heart. So, like for me, if I have Dak Prescott and I love. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. (laughs) Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Dak is a quarterback, and even though he's a cowboy, don't be afraid to play him against your favorite team. Because you know darn well he's going to get his. He's going to score his points. So don't worry about, you know, well, I can't play him because he's playing against my team. So, um, and this coming from a guy who, who quit our league twice. So, uh, anyway, those, that would be my advice. Don't, don't pick the homer and also see who's drafting around you and to see who can better their pick. Yeah. So, uh, so some great points. I think the main thing to piggy off, piggyback off Justin, um, is that just because like you're in, um, you know, go with your gut is such a big thing because you'll sit there and you can second guess everything. Like there's some question beside someone. So go with your gut. So then that way you're like, you know what? At the end of the day, I went with what I wanted. And I did. Oh, one more thing. Yeah, I'm sorry, just, don't worry I'm- about bye weeks. Don't worry about the bye weeks. You could always stream somebody. Don't worry about bye weeks. Right. That's correct. That is actually, I was going to get to that, but thanks for interrupting, Nick. Um, <laughs> getting on to, yeah, don't worry about the bye weeks. That's an, actually a very big, important point. I literally never worry about it. I don't care. And in fact, in our league, you know, our big league, I think my entire roster is almost um, on a bye week on week seven, which I'm like, you know what? I mean, it's two things. It's like, you know, maybe I can find somebody, but you know what? Maybe I'd take an L that week. And guess what? I'm good all season long after that. So, you know, don't worry about the buys. Just draft what's the best team. And as, as we talked about, and that goes too with your lineup too. go with your gut. Don't second guess yourself. One quick note, and I'll piggyback off of what Nick said. Don't be afraid to start people against your team. 
the guy that's in our comments section, Mr. Mike, who loves to say in our comments section, came with me a couple years ago. I was playing him the first game. It was Ravens versus Dolphins um, down in Miami, and that was the game. Lamar, I benched Lamar. I had Lamar, and I benched him because I did. We were there at the game. I didn't want to see it, and that was the game. Lamar went for like sixty freaking points and killed the Dolphins. So don't be afraid because that was probably the worst car ride back I think you can possibly imagine. All right, let's talk real quick. Um, I wanted to move on to some guys in the draft that you want to always walk away with. Like, you're coming out of these. We have a lot of these drafts. We'll, we'll just call them the my guys or whatever. But we've done a, quite a few of these now. So I'm going to – I'll go to you, Justin, first, and we'll just kick it around the round table a bit. Give me some guys that you're just grabbing out of every draft, it seems like, because of the position or if it's because a guy you like, whatever it may be. Justin, what say you, sir? So, I mean, I, I've been taking multiple strategies this year. I've been really letting the board fall to me and where I go. Uh, a lot of guys that I'm seeing fall to me are C.D. Lamb, Michael Pittman, um, Mike Evans, just to name a few wide receivers. But I've also been um, – so I've been very against zero RB for a long time. But I've been finding myself in the past two drafts particularly walking away with two wide receivers in my first two picks. And I've been perfectly fine with it, knowing that I could get somebody like an A.J. Dillon, Elijah Mitchell in the next two picks. I know Kamish is a big hater of it, but a Brees Hall as well. You know, I'm so happy walking away with those guys because those guys to me, they're the guys that have the ability to go from RB2 to RB1. And I'm down with that. You know, I'm not going out there. And looking at like, oh, this is a Zeke revival year or something like that. You know, I'll, if Zeke is there with my RB2, RB3 pick, yeah, sure, I'll take him. But if I got to rely on him as an RB1, I'll pass on that. So, yeah, those are just a couple guys. You know, I really like CD Lamb's potential this year to go off. He's He's got a target share that's going to be unmatched in this league. And then, you know, Mike Evans, obviously eight seasons of 1,000 yards. Pretty incredible. He's had, I think, back-to-back years of 13 and 14 touchdowns with Tom Brady. I mean, and he's got no Godwin. His competition is old, beat-up Julio Jones and Russell Gage, who's never caught more than, like, I think six touchdowns in his career. And then, you know, I mean, Michael Pittman to me, he is – he was my breakout last year, and now it's just more money. It's like cash money at this point. Like, where he's going as your third-round pick, your fourth-round pick – I'm loving that all day long if I go RB early. I think he's got definite top 12 wide receiver written all over him. Matt Ryan certainly knows how to fling the ball down the field, so you're certainly not wrong with Michael number yeah, one. It, and to your point, for everybody who says that Julio Jones never had like big touchdown years, he was still a wide receiver one every single one of those years. Right. Every single one. Exactly. And, you know, listen, you know, you, Mike Evans, that's, I mean, great point with Mike Evans, not having Godwin, Julio Jones being, and, and where he's going, it's shocking to me. Like, people are really passing him over. Like, hello, this guy, again, if you watch TSS, you know, I'm all about consistency. You can't say more anything less. Mike Evans is consistent. So, to me, great grab, uh, great thought. Nick, what say you? Is there some guys you are got to walk away with in draft? Got to walk away with this year. It's number the number one guy is Marquise Brown, and the reason why I say Marquise Brown is because he left Baltimore. He was kind of in limbo in Baltimore, like he was he was the guy, but he really wasn't the guy because you had uh, Mark Andrews there. Now, at least this year, he goes to Arizona. 
goes back with his old college teammate in Kyler Murray. He's He is the only guy there for the first six weeks. You can really call it the first seven weeks until D-Hop gets going. So he's he'd be a steal, especially in the rounds you can get him. Uh, Michael Robinson this year is a sleeper because pretty much everyone has put him on the shelf this year because he's coming back from the Achilles. But everything out of camp says he looks good. Etienne's not really ready to to be the guy. Um, Michael Robinson has been – not Michael Ro- Robinson. I'm thinking the old – James, James, James Robinson. He, he wasn't the guy. He wasn't even drafted. And then he became the man there. So, so he knows how to do it. And plus, I think he's got the confidence of um, Trevor Lawrence and, and the coaching staff. And, and then the guy, I didn't get a chance to get him this year, and, and I wish that I would have, but Tom Brady. How do he go against every single year? People kind of, oh, well, this is the year for him to bust. He's getting older. He's getting older. He does it every single year. He gets it every single year. So if you have a chance to get Tom Brady, let people laugh at you. And then you can laugh at them when he throws for 35, 40 touchdowns. And Kirk Cousins. I'm telling you, this is the year to go out and get Kirk Cousins. Get him if you if you can. Yeah, so to piggyback, I'm just gonna I'm gonna um, kind of give you the counter to Tom Brady. Questions on the line now, and you have Giselle not happy at home, like he's out playing football. And you guys, we can laugh at that all you want, but you guys know when the old lady's not happy with you, no matter what it is, like things don't quite go correctly. And if things start to pile on, I don't know, man. I think this could be the year we're gonna see the hate to say demise of Tom Brady. I think he's just going to just going to fall back a little bit from what we're used to seeing. I mean, it could be. All right, going on to let's get off the flop. So we'll talk about those guys. I was going to bring up Kirk Cousins as well. I love what that offense has done. Um, I love what they – oh, this guy just took took the guy one. And see, I got his draft while I'm doing this. Um, so, you know, again, that offense has made some good changes. They're going to be passing the ball a lot. So you got to like Kirk Cousins. And guess what's really cool about Kirk Cousins' situation? That defense ain't really good neither. So that makes a perfect situation for Kirk Cousins, quite frankly, as far as fantasy is concerned. Um, Trey McBride, I brought him up during the um, doc segment. Zach Ertz, you know, question marks him, his injury. He ended up finishing pretty good last year. If you get Trey McBride here in this offense, um, especially early, obviously, he's going to be the main tight end for this high-paced offense. Um, And if he shows work, I mean, who knows? We don't know what's going on with the Zach Ertz situation. So I like Trey McBride. I like to walk away with him. Allen Robinson, I brought him up a million times. He's rising up the ADPs a little bit, but you can tell he is definitely um, he's definitely the guy. He's definitely the guy uh, that you want to grab uh, in in the, where he's. Getting, sorry, I'm getting distracted with Justin's little comments. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he's the other guy. You brought him up a minute ago, Nick, but I am seeing him fall a lot. Michael Thomas, another one. People are afraid of these guys. Michael Thomas, guys, don't forget, he was like the number one overall pick a few years ago, like overall. So it, it, it's just silly to me how far that he's dropping as well. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go Michael Thomas. I got to walk away with him because people are just giving him to me. Same with Hopkins. It's only six games, guys. And when he comes back, 
Look at that target share he gets. It's Kyler Murray, that offense, and it's DeAndre Hopkins. What are we, what are we forgetting about, guys? So those are guys I would definitely uh, be targeting and looking at in your in your drafts. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. I got something a little fun playing for the fellas here. They didn't even know about it yet, so we'll, we'll check it out when we get back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So, we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. Do you put them up? Reach the sky, touch the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. On TSS, we are a learning show. Like, we like to learn things, right? I mean, that's what we do here. But we do it in a fun way. So tonight, you guys know I love to talk about consistency. So tonight, I set up a family feud between you two on consistency. So, let's play the feud. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> All right. It's fantasy feud time. Justin V. Nick. And tonight we're talking consistency. So what I did is I went back to the way back machine. Not too far way back. We went like back yesterday. The past two seasons, and I want to know from you guys, I got the top five, or sorry, for the first one, it's top four. Yeah, it is five, my bad. Top five answers on the board. What I want to know from you guys is going back from this year and last year, I want the quarterbacks that have made the top ten. In from this year or from last year and the year previous, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Brady is correct. Number three last year and number eight the season before. All right, Nick, you got control. Who else you got? 
Okay, um, for the slow people, I just want to make sure. Can you just read the question one one more time so I don't get an early X? We're looking for the top five Q. Looking for the top ten QBs who made it in the top ten as far as fantasy from last year and the year previous. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. And by the way, Brady was number three last year and number eight in the season before. So, and Lamar Jackson, not on the list, sir. Top 10, top, top 10, top 10. Uh, Herbert. Justin Herbert. <laughs> Herbert, number two last year, uh, number nine in 2020. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> That's the easiest one on the list. Number one last year. Number one year prior. All right, so next thing, got, you got Watch Allen. You got Brady and you got Herbert. There's two more left. And I got one strike. Yes, sir. Man. Oh, Russell Wilson. Russell I know that's going to be next. Wilson. Let's ride. I'm going to miss an obvious one, too. Um, well, they're all obvious at this point. So. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Hold on. I got to get back to my screen here. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, number six last year, number three in 2020. See, we got one left with one strike. The Bombers here is trying to help you out. He thinks it's Kyler Murray. You want to use want to use that phone a friend? Uh, am I allowed to? If you you can use it if you want. Sure. What the hell? Let's oh, let's go yeah. with Kyler Murray. You know you know it was wrong if Mike brought it up. <laughs> oh hell no! Well, truth be told, I had a brain fart anyway, so I just figured. Yeah, all good, my friend. It's all in good fun. Justin, you, can you steal it? I Patty set Mahomes. it up for him. Say again? Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. Oh! God, I suck. Wait. I suck. <laughs> Great steal. Talk about consistency. Pat Mahomes, four last year, four year prior. So check Nick out. just went, here you go, Justin. I said, Yeah, I did. I did. Oh. No, I, actually, I, I said, Here, sir. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, so, man, you you're you're very kind, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> I try to be kind to my friends. All right, let's go, <laughs> let's go to round two. And guess what? We're going to go to running backs. And this list. It's even harder. There are only three running backs from this year and last year. Who you got? Or I'm sorry, last year and the year prior. I keep saying that wrong. Zeke Elliott. Uh, Zeke. Oh, I got to pull this. I got the wrong. I got the thing up because Mike wanted to comment and say he was sorry, Nick. Uh, oh, that's fine. <laughs> he's like, it's okay. Mike. Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke is on this list. He was number, where do I have him at? Number nine, ten. He was number seven last year and number nine in 2020. You got two more on this list, my friend. Alvin Cook. 
Dalvin Cook. Ooh, I thought that was money. Oof. All right. All right, now so let's see. Let's see. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. This one ain't easy. I said it's only three of them. It's not. It's not easy, friend. Man, there's there's like a top five that you want to go with, but there's like one guy I'm really unsure about. But he's also the one guy that I'm thinking about right now. Uh, I'll go with it. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. That is correct. Alvin Kamara, he was, where do I have him at last year? And he was, I got this list all messed up, but he was number one in 2020. I don't know where he was last year, but anyway, he was up there. Nice, nice. I think you're up. (laughs) Yeah, you're up. You're up. (laughs) I'm the draft. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's kicker. It's the last one. No, it's just a kicker. So whatever. I'll let let that one auto draft. Kickers need love too. You got one left, my friend. One guy remaining. All right. Oh, man, man, man. Kamara eight last year. I finally read it right. Leonard Fournette. Lenny Fournette. All right, one strike left. One no, guy. no, that was the third strike. That was it. He's done. Was it? Oh, yeah, my God. I, I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. He's right. to give you a fifth down. I know. <laughs> I really did. I and he would have got away with it if it wasn't for you damn kids. All right, Nick, what say you, Freddie? Can you steal it? Uh, the only guy I can think of is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Henry, good guess. Derrick Henry, not on this list. The guy that we were looking for, Jonathan Taylor. Number six the year prior. You know he was number one last year. So that was the guy we were missing. By the way, to go back to the QB list, there is only, out of those five, there are three of those who are also in the top 10 in 2019. I meant to ask you then. I won't waste much time, but it's Josh Allen, number six, Pat Mahomes at eight, and Rogers 10. So that's three years for those three guys in the top 10. And actually, since we just did the QB, just did the running backs, there is one of those running backs that was actually in the top 10 all three years out of Kamara. And who was it? Ezekiel Elliott. Incorrect. The correct Alvin Kamara. He was number nine in 2019. All right, let's move on to the receivers. It's the same question, guys. The 2020 to 2021, whatever the fucking years they were. We're looking for the top 10. They both in two years consecutive top 10. Who is your guess? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Believe it or not. Say Adam. What? Should specify and said PPR too. I'm sorry, Devontae Adams. That is correct. He was number two last year and number one in 2020. Check that out. All right, Justin, you got control. There are four. There are, you have three more answers, so four total. All right. Let's see. Top 10. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Man, I should have just let Nick take this one. <laughs> you can give it to me. You can give it to me. Uh, no, let me, let me, let me, let's do this one. Oh, shit. Man, I want to say Cooper Cup, but I know it's going to be wrong, but you can just buzz it anyways. It gives me a little bit more time. My little Cooper Cup. He was 4 and 19, buddy. I think he was like 19 in 2020. Because of injury, correct? Yeah. Man, man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh, shoot. Who am I missing? DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. Mm-hmm. I wish I had like a, an America's team correct answer. Uh, <laughs> Irie Kill, he was uh, number two in 2020, and last year he was six. So you got Adams and Hill. You got two more left. Adams and Hill. Let's see. Who's been in the league long enough? Are the young guys? God damn. What am I on? Two strikes? Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Two strikes. Okay. I don't know why I'm not getting it, but you could just throw me a third strike. Wow. I'm sorry. Um, I had the cat, and then they put Sierra on the screen, too. So I was really distracted. Holy crap. Um, Crap. So there's two left on this list. He has Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson. He was top 10 his rookie year? Fantasy Pros has enlisted. This is PPR, too, mind you. Number four last year and number six the year prior. So, good job, Nick. You're up 2-1. We're moving on to tight ends. Wait a minute. I'm up 2-1. Justin's up 2-1. How is he up 2-1? Because he won twice. I thought you won the first one. No, no, no. I I gave it to him on the first round. Oh, he yeah. could have closed it out there. I didn't even know that. Check it out. But I'm going to buy six downs for you. Holy crap. crap. What's going on? <laughs> right. Let's move on to the tight ends. Tight ends. Double doink. 
this is there's number there's only four tight ends there's there's only a few of these guys that repeat that's why i'm bringing these guys up because again consistency is key in fantasy only four have made the top 10 the last two years travis kelsey Kelsey. i heard (laughs) nick Son of a bitch. (laughs) But let's see who else he's got. What else you got, Nick? There's three left. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews? This is the easiest one. You got two left, sir. By the way, if you're curious, Mark Andrews, number one last year, number six the year prior, um, and Travis Kelsey, two and one prior. And you said it was... The last three seasons? No, last two. Just two. Last two. Uh, I'm going to try to be cute here. Gronk? Gronk. Gronk on the list, number eight um, the year prior, and then six last year. Kittle. George Kittle. Waller. Waller. One strike, one guy left. Hmm. It can't be this guy. Um and I'm going to I'm going to shoot myself if I miss it. Uh, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard going with the Homer selection. Stop it. Get some help. There you go, Justin. Another one for you. The chance to steal it. I'm going to go with the Homer selection that you should have chose. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Oh, you guys, you guys, you guys. I don't you know suck. why. It's you, you just gotta look over here to America's team. It was Mike Gasicki. No, it was not. Consistency is key. Number nine Mike last Mike year. Gisicki? Number seven the year prior. Consistency, yeah. guys, is key. Wait, Penn State didn't count in that. Right, Penn going, State didn't count. We're going to the final countdown, and we're going to go to defenses. So we're going to really test your knowledge here. Bills. And I'm going to make this even harder because in, in two years, we have one, two, three, four, five, six answers. I don't want it to go that long. So we're going to go the last three years, and there's only – Three answers. So there's only three teams in the last three seasons who have been top ten in defenses. Who Buffalo are Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Pittsburgh. The Steelers. Hmm. I'm gonna go for the damn Dallas Cowboys. It should be obvious, too. How about the Bucks? The Bucks, the Tampa Bay Bucks. They're there. One left with one strike remaining. Top 10 last three years, correct? Um, Chit. 
Chit, chit, chit. Um, Colts. The Colts. I knew that was wrong because of the way you said it. Justin, can you steal? Rams. The L.A. Rams. That is not correct. The correct answer, New Orleans Saints. Top defense in the last three years. Congratulations, my friend. And in case you guys were curious, the teams in the last two seasons that were top ten, we got the Colts, America's team, the Saints, Bucks, Bills, and Cardinals for the last two seasons. So those are your defenses are in top 10. All right, let's take one last quick break. When we get back, we got some Flanders flops. We're going to talk about ADP risers and some guys that we just don't really care to talk about anymore. Um, we'll be right back, and we're going to take a quick break and watch how the Sunday, your Sunday morning experience, by the way, is about to take off every Sunday morning. Check us out, 8 a.m., now included on the Fantasy Football Network and included as well. So check out our Sunday morning lineup. It's a beautiful morning. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for a TSS Fantasy. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time. How the fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason? <laughs> it's time. Our Sunday Fun Aid lineup really is going to be exciting. We got Mikey Betts coming in with Betts. We got Fancy Jesus going to make an appearance with his commandments in the Sunday morning. Um, we got uh, Brian coming in with the injuries. Uh, we got lots of great stuff cooking for you for Sunday, so you want to make sure it's going to be a special show. Make sure you check that out. All right, now we're going to talk about some guys that we don't like, and we made a nice little name for those guys. If you haven't watched us before, because Nick just he's always hating on everybody, we just figured we'd call it Flanders Flops. Let's check it out. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best. Shoddily, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice. Hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Oh, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops. Make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Shake the wrist, watch. Gucci flip flops. Fucking hit your bitch in massage. You just wanted to play that song. I did. It's been, it's been, I missed it. It's been a long time, you know. We used to, we didn't have a cool graphic now. Now we got a cool graphic to go with it, so I'm super excited. All right, let's talk about the guys that we don't like, guys. You know, guys, we're looking at this draft like, oh, my God, get this guy away from me because I do not want to draft him. I'm going to just start us out real quick because I'm just going to throw something out there that's like, you know, right in the top of your draft that I just cannot believe I'm seeing him going. He just went number one overall. Christian McCaffrey. I am sorry, guys. This doesn't make any sense to me. Now, as I got into discussion with Owen on, on the Mikey Bet show, because he's the one who selected him, he he made the comment and the point that when Christian McCaffrey was on the field, regardless of how he got hurt, he was still top. He was number six in average for a running back. So that's a good point. But 
point still being can't two get or ten games in two years. I cannot count on that. I cannot rely on that. And I'm more worried about the end of the season, more or less, because that's when I really need Christian McCaffrey. And if he's already, you know, on the injury list, there's no point there. Um, another guy I don't like, Lamar Jackson. And I know everyone's like, what? Lamar? But listen, he took one of his top threats away. I don't know why everyone's like, you know, in shock over this. And guess what? This is an offense predicated on a running game when they have nobody to run the football. Makes no sense to me. I don't like the Ravens at all, actually. For the We're going to talk about it on a prediction show. I don't like them at all this season, actually. I think they're going to struggle. I think Lamar's going to struggle. I think he'll be good in some games because Lamar does have that tendency to take games over. But he, what weapons does this guy have right now? I just don't see it. And uh, DK Metcalf, for obvious reasons, you know, a lot of people are like, well, it's still DK Metcalf. Well, it's still Geno Smith. So, again, somebody <laughs> I'm staying away from personally. All right, um, Nick, we'll go to you. This is your deal. So you tell us some guys that you are walking away from, some floppies for you. You know, I thought you were going to mention your best friend. I thought you were going to mention J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> I, I was going to – I'm going to say that. I'm bringing somebody else. I've said it so much. I was like, what's the point? <laughs> you know, I'm, my number one guy is Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I've been looking at stats. I don't have him in front of me, but he's been on the downslide every year for the past four years. His, his run per average is dropping by – half a yard every single season. And now that Tyron Smith is out, they said a stat that literally floored me the other day. When he's out, they average one yard less per carry. So again, with him being out, and then they got no no Cooper to take the top off the defense. CeeDee Lamb is unproven as a number one. And then they got Schultz. And then who else they got to throw to? Here, seriously. So what the, and then you got Pollard coming in to steal carries and, and to steal reception. So with all that, um, convoluted mess going on, I don't see him coming up with a whole bunch of points this year. I think last year, I think he averaged 85 yards a game. It might be down to 70 yards a game this season. Uh, he might, he might be, I hate to say it guys, but he might be touchdown dependent this year. I really, really do. Um, another guy, I'm thinking about it, this, this, in the current situation up in Cleveland. I'm not going to Mark Cooper. I'm going Nick Chubb for the same reasons in Cleveland. They got a, they got a beat up offensive line. Jacoby Brissett ain't scaring nobody. Okay. So what offense do they have? Um, they're going to stack the box. They're going to try and give it to, to Chubb every time he may get injured. I hope that he, he doesn't, but when I say flop, he's not going to ball out like he usually does the past couple of seasons, because at, at least with number six back there, there was a threat of a deep pass. You had some good receivers that can get under the ball and he can number six. He, he, he could chuck it up there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that away from him. But when, when you got Jacoby back there and then you got, uh, Antonio, um, trying to, Get, uh, run around for his life out there trying, trying to get open. It, it's not going to happen. So then they got to resort to the run. I'm sorry, not Antonio, Amari. <laughs> then they're going to bring in Hunt. And I remember somebody on this show a few years ago, he had Nick Chubb on his team and he said they give it to Nick Chubb 
every time, except when it comes to the goal line. Here comes in MFN Kareem Hunt and steal a touchdown. Well, guess what's going to happen? That probably may project to happen this year. I may be wrong for you, Nick Chubb owners. I hope I am wrong. But the words of, of Charles Barkley, I doubt it. So I'm going to tell you right now, Nick Chubb, I kind of stay away from. Um, and then Cam Makers, I'm just off the Cam Makers train. I'm not sold on Cam Makers at all. Just I'd avoid him at all costs. And then just throw in there um, uh, and Antonio Gibson too. Because, again, RBC uh, up there, he says he's going to re- return kickoff and punts. And it's like, why? So I would just stay away from him. I think people are starting to get – what I was saying, how Nick loves to hate. I mean, he's just like, wait, wait, I got another one. Hold on. I got some more. Hold on. Wait, sit, sit down. I got some more for you. He's that guy. He's that guy. All right. Um, uh, the only thing I will say about Zeke Elliott, yes, you're right. He did average, but guess what? He was still um, in PPR. I was just looking at it. He was on the fantasy few just now. He was number seven last year, regardless of whatever you want to say. I mean, now, good point about the line. There's definitely going to be some questions there. And Pollard and this offense, a lot of questions. So you're definitely right on that. Justin, what say you, sir? Um, yeah, so I'll keep mine short. Um, I don't hate players. I hate values. So I, I can find a good value at a player. If I get Ezekiel Elliott in the fifth round, I'm fine with it. If I have to take him in a third, I'm not so cool with it. But here's a guy who's going second, third round that I'm like, no way in hell, A.J. Brown. Tell me what is different this year from his last year situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, waiting. I'm waiting for you to hear. I'm waiting for you to say something. A different quarterback, a different system, a different oh, team. No, I, I no, no, no. I, I'm saying, like, tell me what the quarterback is an upgrade in, running the right. ball. That doesn't help A.J. Brown. Wait. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill was a much more accurate quarterback than Jalen Hurts was. Jalen Hurts is – he's really just a – he's not a good quarterback. He's a good runner but not a great quarterback. So now you got to feed three options. You got to feed Devontae Smith. You got to feed Dallas Guard. You've got to feed AJ Brown when you couldn't effectively feed one of them last year, but now you got to feed all three of them. Everybody's saying, oh, he's the main guy out of camp. We know what that means. He's going to get double teamed. That's all that means. He's going to get double teamed. So I think you're going way too high on AJ Brown. Another guy, surprise, surprise, Austin Eckler. Way into him last year. Not so much this year. You know why? Because he's valued at like the fourth pick in the draft. I mean, 20 touchdowns is hard to follow up. Um, and he said he wants less touches. Yeah. And they just brought in Sony Michelle, which is maybe guaranteed to take away some of those goal line touches. I mean, he's going to at least get a couple touchdowns poached. I mean, I don't think he's going to return the value he did last year. Um, and the final guy, I'm with the doctor, Najee Harris. I don't like the fact that his game is predicated on volume. If he's got more volume, that means that, yeah, he's good for his numbers, but it also means he's getting hit more. He wasn't really elusive. He's not that type of back. He's more just a guy who just gets the ball in open field and can get you those four or five yards, move the chains. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. 
climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. But if you're not able to evade tackles, if you're not really the best at breaking tackles, and you already got a bum foot going in. I'm sorry. If my car's got a bum tire, I want to change that tire. I can't change that foot. So <laughs> every single time he's out there running on that foot, getting hit, somebody lands on that foot, I'm going to be worried that my value at pick six is going to go down the toilet. Kind of like how Commissioner was just talking about Christian McCaffrey. I am that level of worried about Najee Harris. I mean, there's definitely reason to be concerned. You're spraying your list, Frank, when someone stepped on your foot. Um, you know, you need your feet as you mentioned as a running back. So, um, and he is going to get a lot of volume this year, period. Um, so it is a little, it is a little nervous, but, but if he stays healthy, he's in this offense takes off. I mean, he could be a big fantasy. Um, you know, we could go either way anyway. All right, let's move on to some grades we got some people sent some grades or sent some teams and they want us to grade can't even believe that people are reaching out to us I remember, wow we've grown up a little bit um, on instagram and all kinds of stuff so check it out here's the first team um this is moon cutter uh he actually reached out on twitter <laughs> i think we offered <laughs> we remember mr moon cutter i think on this show but there's his team this is a redraft ppr team uh qb wise i mean you gotta love herbert um you know he's got fournette and chubb and uh damon so again like the running backs here um uh, pacheco as well that's deep um and you know cooper cup as the number one um gabriel davis i'm not sure darnell mooney i'd kind of even push him down this list a little bit once gallup gets back could see some volume there in that cowboys d he's got schultz as well um and 49ers d so let's go around justin what do you say about this team you like don't like what's the grade um yeah it's it's very middle of the road um i'd i'd like to see if this was a a 12 or a 14 team i mean when you're getting you know pierce pollard as your rb2s i mean your rb3s you know it's not really the greatest thing i mean fournette and chubb sure fournette's a good ppr guy but chubb's not really that guy um herbert i like herbert uh i imagine this is a single qb league so you know i don't know um if he paid uh top dollar for Tannehill either um cup mooney and davis uh cup and davis look good garrett wilson might be a little bit of a stretch you know depending on how that jets offense really pans out gallup is a guaranteed almost at this point four game you know out so 
I mean, that's a guy that you're down. Uh, I like the Schultz pick because you guys know I'm big on Schultz getting a huge target share this year. Uh, not big on Uzama. I think that Conklin's going to be a little better. And then, obviously, I'm a Niners homer, so I think that's a great pick. But I would grade this out to be about maybe a C-plus, borderline, B-minus. Moon cutter, a C plus B minus for you. Nick, I'm going to give you this one. This is stay humble. You reached out to us on Instagram. So uh, automatically you see Josh Allen, uh, QB. He's got Matt Ryan to back him up. Um, he said specifically when he sent it over that he does not like his running back. So that was an obvious point. That makes two of us. <laughs> but <laughs> great receivers. Look, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, um, even Robert Woods, Lazard. He's got some guys that could really stand out this year receiver-wise. Um, tight end, he's got Waller. If you know if he stays healthy, could be big. Um, Ingram and then uh, Carlson for uh, kicker, and then everyone seemed to be getting, grabbing Carlson and uh, Saints defense. By the way, before I go to you, Nick, if you are watching us on Belly Up TV, switch on over to our YouTube channel so you can finish out the rest of our show. Nick, what do you say for this grade? I actually like this team, with the exception of his running back core. Now, I don't like I said, I don't like Acres. I'm out on Sanders. Uh, Robinson could be a sneaky sleeper and I do like his handcuff of, um, Madison and Pierce and Pierce. I like Pierce better, much better now because they just cut Marlon Mack. Uh, he's got a great receiver room. Uh, and I do like his tight end. Um, and, and he finishes up with Carlson. I think he's, he's going to get some very valuable points in there. I'd give him B plus on this and I would give him an A if, if he had some better running backs. Yeah, I got to beef up that right. He, he's 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 aware he's going to make some moves. And, you know, we talked about now that once your draft is over, be ready to be on that waiver wire, guys. That's mucho importante. The draft is never won on draft day. Justin, I'm going to go to you on this one. Uh, this guy in particular, I, I just wanted to hear someone. Tonight. His name is Big Mouth. Oh, uh, is this Greg's team? No, this is Mike's team. So I... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't want to say I wanted I wanted someone who was out of our league because he somebody said he had a good team and that's all this guy needed. He was like, oh, my God, I have the best team ever. So Josh Allen, you know, obvious. I love Josh Allen. He got nobody to back him up, though. So he's got no kicker, neither, mind you, because this is what the weird thing Mike does. He'll wait right before uh, the actual gameplay and he's going to drop someone to get a kicker because he sn- wants to make sure no one gets it for some reason. So as you see, look at these running backs. It's like a plethora of twos and backups. He's got Tony Pollard. You know, you can play Chase Edmonds. I'll be honest during this, you know, you know, and no one watches America's team like me, Raheem Mostert, man, he look. Oh my God. He looks like the real deal. And if he can stay healthy, I cannot. I'm more excited about Raheem Mostert than I am uh, Chase Edmonds. Uh, Chubba Hubbard, uh, obviously, to back up um, uh, Mr. Glass, McCaffrey, uh, Benny Snell. He's got Don Foreman in there. Um, Diggs, Metcalf, Dillon, uh, Chris Alave, Robert Woods. Got a great, he does have a great receiving core. I'm going to give him that. Tyler, when Tyler Boyd is like your fifth, sixth receiver, I mean, you're doing well. George Kittle and then Ravens D. All right, my friend, Justin, what do you give this? What do you get? Tell Mike what do you think of his team? Well, first off, 
from one Raheem Mostert fan to another. If you're going to call Christian McCaffrey Mr. Glass, you better call <laughs> Raheem Mostert Mr. Paper. I, I, I do it. I go with paper. I do it. If he stays healthy, all right. To be fair. That man tears everything up. I don't even know if he's made it 10 games in the past two years. <laughs> Mr. Paper. And we didn't talk about money either. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, your, your boy, Mike, he definitely overcompensated on the shitty running backs. Uh, I would imagine that's where he's going to go as far as, like, getting rid of somebody for a kicker. Um, I mean, Edmonds, Pollard, McCaffrey, where was this guy in the second and third round? Was he digging? Well, he went straight for digs. I like digs, and I like Metcalf. I'm a huge Metcalf fan. Um, Thielen, perfectly fine. Olave, his receiving core looks top-notch to me. I, I think up and down the line, if it was just as a receiving core, I would give him this guy an A. But you get to everything else, you're like, Josh Allen, sure, good job. McCaffrey, I don't – I'm with you guys on that. You know, I don't think you can have, you know, two guys that are maybe RB2 threes and have McCaffrey be like that shaky starter for you. Uh-huh. Like you got to have somebody like a Chubb back there or somebody else that can really lead the way if McCaffrey – if and when McCaffrey goes down. Um, Kittle, huge Kittle fan. Um, and the Ravens D – I mean, they always seem to put it together, so I think it's a it's a good pick. Overall, this team though, C minus. Definitely a C minus. I'm being nice, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't wait to clip this and send it to our league text. Um yeah, yeah, I, by the way, uh yeah. Benny Snell is now their third string running back. Right. I mean Benny I Snell mean, still has a job. Oh, Ronald I, I, Jones still has a job. That was the big thing that really I mean, Benny Snell's one that really stuck out. I mean, there was a lot of things that stuck out here. I was like, Benny Snell, what's up? Why is he even on your roster? It didn't make any sense. And by the way, I wanted to a couple things I want to add. In our league, actually, if you go in it, there are some good people I want to grab, and I can't because I think my squad's that good. So I can't believe this guy's rostering Benny Snell when there's a couple of guys. I'm not even going to tell him who it is, but there's a couple of guys. I don't even know why they're not on anyone's roster right now. Um, so, and and again, Mike, like you said, big point here. Christian McCaffrey has his, has his solid RB1. That's the only one, and it's Christian McCaffrey. This was taken, by the way, with the number two selection. Don't like it. Hate it, Mike. Your team is garbage, period. All right. Now, the one thing he does have, one thing he does have, I don't want to take too long because we're already over the hour, but um, the one thing he does have that I do like is Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, what we call Hmm. stacks, of course. So that was a new term to me. I just called it the combo before. Um, So stacks, that's a cool way to say it. I like it. Let's kick it around real quick. As people are drafting, give me, and I'll just now go to you first, Give me some stacks that you're looking to grab um, during your drafting period. So I'll go with a cheap stack you can get. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Alan Lazard. Because Aaron Jones will be getting some passing TDs as well. Alan Lazard looks like the number one out there. And Aaron Rodgers, all those guys you can get from about like the – I think you can get Aaron Jones in the third. You can get Alan Lazard in the – 10th and you can in single QBs you can get Aaron Rodgers in the 10th so very reasonable stack you can get obviously if you're going for like the high volume numbers go out and get Herbert Mike Williams Keenan Allen one of those guys paired up with him and even you can even throw an Austin Eckler in there as well because he will be getting attention from um, Justin Herbert and then like you said the Allen stack is always just so good and at that point you know I always say like a lot of people are always like don't get two receivers from the same team 
when you have that good of a quarterback, who gives a shit? Give both receivers. Get Gabriel Davis and Stephon Diggs. You can get them at a reasonable price. Gabe Davis will go in the seventh. Diggs will go in the second. You'll have a whole complete team. You're good to go. Yeah, so um, I have another little thing after we get done with that. So I'm going to keep on that Gabe Davis. We're going to get back to that in a second. Nick, uh, give me some stacks you like. Okay, I'm going to go with with some sleeper stacks. I, I think are are going to be uh, help some people out this year. Um, I like Matt Ryan and Michael Pittman. Uh, obviously, uh, Matt Ryan would be the sleeper in in this deal. You can get him cheap in the in the lower rounds, um, and you can get Kirk Cousins and uh, Jefferson. Uh, obviously, you're going to take Jefferson in the first or second round, and then Cousins you can you can wait around ten. 10, 11, 12. And then, of course, the old mainstay is the dynamic duo of Brady and Evans. Can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong at all. And, you know, the funny thing is I'm going to totally counter Justin and let him know that my stack is A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> funny <laughs> thing. Funny thing. We're, we're, we're drafting. That's going to be a cheap stack, Coop. <laughs> and it's my turn to draft. And Cooper looks up at me and he, and he goes, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, Nick. Don't do it. I thought you were talking about A.J. Brown. Don't draft him. Don't even do it, bro. You've been talking all that smack. I don't want to hear I it. I didn't draft him. I didn't draft him. I took uh, – what What round was that? Second round? Yeah, I took I Fournette. Yeah, we got <laughs> I don't think it was – it definitely was not second round. But um, All right, let's go on. I A uh, couple things I wanted to point out that you were pointing out. Gabe Davis, you were talking about having – oh, one thing before I get to that. I wanted to go a little bit cheaper on a stack. How about this stack? David's Mills, Brandon Cooks, and your boy Pierce. I mean, that's you. If you want to talk about a cheap way, you want to stack something, get some meat and potatoes, and then stack that, might not be a bad little combo for you this year. That's All called right. champagne on beer money. There you go. Exactly. And you never know if you're going to some of these zero RB strategies, whatever you're doing, you never know. You might need to do that. Go ahead. That's the Miller high life of stacks right there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's like more like the Cisco and Mad Dog, I would think, actually. All right. Let's go to um, I wanted to go to Gabe Davis. You brought him up real quick. And so I actually have uh, I mean, I'm, here I am, Mr. Fancy Expert. I'm questioning my first lineup. Like, what do I do here? So I have Gabe Davis and Allen Robinson, and look, they're playing in together. And the only problem I, I have, the question is, is because I also have Dawson Knox, too, as my starting uh, tight end. So I'm just like, do I go Dave Gabe Davis? Do I go Allen Robinson on the other side? Point is, like, I just don't know. So I wanted to ask you guys, who would you rather? Okay, here's a shout out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. All right. So, Alan Robinson, it's, it's TSS. Nothing, it's nothing TSS. but class on this show, I'll tell you. After hours, ladies. All right. So, give me, give me, I'm going to ask you guys, and let's just talk all season. We'll just talk week one. But give me a guy, do you like, would you rather Alan Robinson or Gabe Davis? What do you say, Justin? Um, shit. Can I have both? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do this one. I, I think Allen Robinson, and that's because Trey White is not going to be in the game. So I think Cooper Cup's going to get doubled up by a safety in Kair Alum. And I think that's going to leave Allen Robinson with the third 
cornerback on the other side. I think that's going to be a great matchup. That is a great matchup. That ends up what happening. And just if I take your advice and it goes wrong, I'm coming to you. Nick, do you got <laughs> who would you rather? Oh, Allen Robinson. I think I think he's got better chances of of seeing the ball more. Plus that there's been some emergence up in Buffalo of this guy named Isaiah McKenzie who might be stealing some passes. And then, and then you got, you got a better tight end in Buffalo in Dawson Knox versus uh, Higby in um, LA. So I would go Al Robinson all day. All right. Well, we're going to have a lot more of who would you rather during the season. I just thought I'd bust that out real quick. So I had to I had to throw that out there. I thought it was so funny. All right. So we're going to close out tonight. Oh, I do have some ADP risers, but you know what? I think we've talked about all of them enough tonight. So we're going to close things out. I hope you guys enjoy your drafts. I mean, this is what it's been all about. You've been hearing us yapping for the summer. We've had all this great stuff, which, by the way, thank you for everyone that came into our summer tour I see you guys out there tweeting your like the things that you said, which makes it really cool. Um, I know they were questioning David Montgomery. I know uh, a couple of the guys from the Chicago show were tweeting out that they had mentioned David Montgomery was struggling. Um, so a few people came on and mentioned what um, things that they said during the summer. I thought that was cool. We did learn a lot during the summer. And we appreciate you guys for joining us for that. Um, now, Monday. So this is the important thing. Now that things are going to get switched up a little bit. I'm going to plug Monday's show. It is our NFL prediction show. We got Coach Mike Westoff back again. He's going to be with us to predict the NFL season. We have two-time Emmy-winning TV producer, uh, Deb Deb Whit. I have to say I was going to say this wrong. Whitkiss, if I'm saying that correctly. Um, she's going to be joining us as well. Also, our friend from the summer tour, Lori Fitzpatrick, writer from USA Today, she's also going to be on. So we're going to have a lot of good time with our three guests. We're going to go through the NFL season, actually talk some NFL football, who is going to be, who's going to emerge. We're going to make our predictions, probably throw something fun in there as well. You know how we like to do things. Then Wednesday, we're going to get on to our normal fantasy schedule. It's going to be build up the Thursday night football. We're going to, we're going to have some guests on. We're going to have champs or chumps. And then we're back in full swing, ladies and gentlemen. So hit that subscribe button. We are going to be bringing things loud and proud this year. Also, like I mentioned earlier, watch us on Sunday morning. Get your get your lineup start. Get your day ready. You watch us. You won't have to watch anything else. It'll be all said and done. We got you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. We can't wait for finally draft. Your draft will be completed, and it's on to fantasy and football season we appreciate you and we are out Yeah, that's what it is! Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. 
Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.